Hey, this is Blake. I'm Pat. And this is Tony. And we are a Gentleman's Pod. What we do is we review cigars, beers, pretty much everything. Just review basic daily life. And if it sucks, we'll tell you. If it doesn't, we'll recommend it. Buy it. We're a podcast, not a police officer. Very definitive. You can find us on Twitter. At A Gentleman's Pod. Facebook. Slash A Gentleman's Pod. Stitcher Radio. Just search A Gentleman's Pod. iTunes. Again, Gentleman's Pod. Internets are fun! The magic dragon lives by the sea and frolics in the autumn moon land called Hollywood. Autumn Mist, Ryan. Goes to many places, sees so many faces. Puff the magic dragon. No, he's not. Racist, he's puff the magic dragon lives by Okay, that's enough. Because I, <laughs> I figured if I just sat here long enough, you would just keep going. I would have kept going. Uh, welcome to Big Snackers, episode 13. That's your theme song this week. <laughs> I thought I was singing it in a cute little voice. No, it's the thing you used to do all the time when I was sleeping and you were trying to wake me up. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Ugh. That's a little uh, in- information into uh, our past. Maybe yeah, you if you ever want to have a nightmare, just wake up with Ryan's face two inches away from yours singing that song. Okay, but also if you'd like to have a nightmare, ask Justin about the Furbies when Furbies were out and what he would what? do. Furbies are out again. What are you talking about? Yeah, I know. I, never new mind. ones. No, we're not talking about that right now. All right. Well, maybe we'll talk about it on our Christmas buyer's guide. <laughs> Welcome to episode 13. We're here this week. We got a lot of good stuff to oh. chat about. We're excited. And... Uh, we're in some good moods here, and I would like to say that for my big snack, I have a 52-ounce Diet Pepsi. Ryan, that's not even a thing. We don't do big snacks. You're right, but I have a 52-ounce Diet Pepsi right here. Yeah, and a 32-ounce chocolate and peanut butter milkshake. Which, if people can do she... dance, that's eight. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. Oh, if, man, you know what? Hold on. You, no, well, let's examine what you just said. If people can do dance. Well, I meant math. Yeah. Well, that's not even close. That'd be 84. Yeah, that's fine. But still not. So if I can drink through all these during Look, this guys, podcast. Look, guys, if you can do a dance, you would know that it's eight. If I, if I can drink through all 84 ounces and not use the bathroom, I win a star. Good for you. Okay. Yeah. Get all your right. phone away from the mic <laughs> so it doesn't quit all that buzzing shit. Uh, okay, fine. I'm doing it. So, Justin, how do you want to start off today? Well, people would probably like you to start off by being close to the microphone so they can hear you instead of sounding like you're in a weird Well, box. Justin, how would you like to start off today? Uh, I don't know. You're the one who wrote down the thing. You're so. right. So I had it. Uh, we're going to start with questions like we usually do. And then we have some good music talk today. And Justin's going to read me something that I know I'm going to hate. Mm-hmm. But uh, we had some questions. I had one, too. Questions are fun. Thank you for keeping on sending yeah. in every week. They always spark good conversation. Instead of just an answer, because we don't really ever actually answer the questions. We just go off on a tangent. Oh, well, speaking of sizes of drinks, actually, this kind of pertains. Um, this guy's name is, he says it's Jake. He wrote in anonymous, but I'm glad that we've made such a big deal about it being anonymous, but people yes. leave their names at the end now. Thank you, jerks. Um, hey, guys, I was just wondering what you thought of British culture, e.g. music, films, TV, all I've ever heard is Ryan bitching out the size of the drinks at McDonald's. Sorry. Yeah. You know, I do. I, my name is Jake. I do have something to say. Great. Here it goes. You know what? You don't like the size of the drinks. At it's the, not just and that. And you also don't like the size of the drinks on television shows that you've seen or movies you've seen. It's not just that. When I was in Europe, 
If I went to McDonald's the size of a large drink. We've already been over this. <laughs> but it's not. It's bullshit. There's no ice. Like, well, you're not answering the question. Does Briti- do British people not have water? Oh, yeah, can they, they not make they ice? They really don't like ice, though. And Yeah. What the, what the heck? There was a girl that uh, one of our friends lived with at college that her roommate was from uh, Britain, and she left the milk out because she thought that you could just leave milk out here. Yeah. And it just went. Horrible. I ordered. I don't understand why they have why they want to drink warm milk. Exactly. I ordered milk in London, and they said Do you want it warmer with ice. And I was just blown First away. Of all, you put ice in my milk, I'll fucking yeah. Hit you. That's absolutely disgusting. Yeah. And you can tell us we're being ignorant, and I don't care because we're just being right. Yeah, it's true. And cold milk, cold milk from now on, not with ice. Assholes. Yeah. Um. Um. As for British culture <laughs> and comedy, I love it. I mean, absolutely from. I guess it depends on what you mean. That's such a broad well, question. It's like music, films, TV. I mean, I like all, you know, all Guy Ritchie movies. All Guy Ritchie movies. One of my favorite movies well, of last year was Attack the Block, which was that great. Was a great movie. Guy Ritchie movies are great. Um, Monty Python's great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And music-wise, I mean, yeah, there's a ton of great bands that come out of Europe. Well, let's not get too oh, crazy yeah. about England, you know. Uh, I mean, yeah, maybe if you're talking about, I mean, you're talking about a place that spawned Dizzy Rascal in the streets. Ooh, I played with Dizzy Rascal at a festival in Europe on a beach. Oh, great. Dizzy Rascal is maybe one of the worst things that I've yeah, ever heard. it's pretty fucking terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you don't like the boy in the corner? Stop. Um, let's see. What What are your favorite British bands, Justin? I, I mean, it could be stereotypical. I love Buzz Oasis. Buzzcocks, I guess. Buzzcocks. Yeah. I love Oasis. Oasis is good. Oasis is fantastic. Blur. I like Blur. Blur's great. Um... um I guess I mean if you have to go like that, I like Rolling Stones. And that's yeah. you know uh, as far as like punk bands and stuff go. Yeah, honestly, not a huge British punk band no. person. I can't really um, think. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> as far as music goes, out of Britain, not a huge fan. But like M- movies, great. Yeah, TV shows. I like a TV lot of shows. TV great. Shows. They have a ton of great ones. If you want to tell me, Black Adder is not one of the best shows. Oh yeah, so good. There's a uh, Peep Show. Oh and, yeah. Um. Mitchell and Webb look and Luther. Yeah. It was really good. And I don't know, a lot, there's a lot of shit ton of TV shows so that I really I like. I guess my final know. answer to you is that I think the drink sizes in Europe sucks. Their movies mm-hmm. are great mm-hmm. and the music is average. Yeah. Yeah. I'd that say it's yeah. So thanks for your question, Jake. Uh, hope hopefully you're not British. Barely answered it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Hopefully you're not. <laughs> Get out of here, you limey fuck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what else do we have here. Uh, hey Ryan, so you said that it's stupid to defend your band on the internet, but uh, what about that one time on Absolute Punk where some dude said you couldn't play guitar and then you posted that sweet shredding video? That was by Sadness Incarnate on tw- Tumblr. Well, Sadness Incarnate. Uh, First of all, I don't want you to answer that question because of that person's name. Also, my I answer- think they're trying to fuck you. Yeah, everyone that does that is doing that. But what it is is, uh, oh, is everyone who does that doing that? <laughs> yeah, you know how it is. You know how it is just being in a band. But uh, I don't know if this person is aware that the video was a joke, and I, I don't defend myself on the internet because I don't I don't really care. But what happened was, do you know the story, Justin? Uh, Jason Tate, who runs Absolute Punk, is not a fan of mine. And I, it's bec- I, I did tell him I was going to sleep with his wife on the internet. And yeah, but who doesn't tell people that on the yeah, internet? Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. But he said that uh, 
mixtape songs were like simple and that we couldn't play our instruments or something just to try to be mean. Yeah. So I posted a video of myself playing really bad blues solos like in my bedroom in Rocky Mountain. <laughs> and I made Absolute Punk the onion for the day because he posted my troll news like as news. Yeah. And about 50% of the people could tell it was a joke. And some people, I think, thought it was serious. And they'd be like, like he's not really playing that good. And I was doing, like, finger <laughs> like, tapping and no stuff. <laughs> and I was just being funny, which I don't think that counts as defending myself. My guess is this person knew that it was a joke. But yeah. we're, let's just act like they didn't. Yeah. yeah. Tell them they're stupid. Yeah, stupid jerk. <laughs> but, uh, no, everyone. Well, let's has... just, I mean, let's just put it out there since it's the internet. We both slept with his wife. We did. Yeah, that's actually right true. Yeah. And so until he can prove that it's wrong, <laughs> we did. I'm just trying to make sure he really never liked you again. <laughs> fucked oh. his wife. Oh, oh fucked his wife. They, they call me. They call me the truck stop. <laughs> Why is that? Because I stop the truck. Oh yeah. Okay. That's... Which is your balls? You stop my balls from doing what? Nothing. <laughs> so you yeah, don't stop. no, why would I? Lower them in. Okay, I will. I mean, I guess if you want. I don't We're getting off track. We're getting a little wild here. Let's move on to the next question. Um, so, the next question is, um, how do you feel, how do you guys feel, this is from Winchy the Pooh. Huh. How do you guys feel about Slender? Legit game or just hyped up because of people filming themselves? I mean, it's it's an uh, actual video game. It's yeah. short and kind of like... Uh, it's not really like a well-thought-out game, but... Yeah, I I think it's cool. I think that if someone took the idea and a budget, you can make an absolutely fantastic game out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, my two qualms, I guess, with Slender Man are mainly... A, I don't get what he does, because I get that he's creepy-looking... But he always just appears in front of you, then static happens. And I've never got a clear-cut answer of, like, how he kills you. Do you I have any know. idea? Like, really, though, do you know? I don't get it. Like, You see those arms. You see, yeah, you see them. You and know then, what they say about a man with big arms. No, I don't. Fucks the shit out of you. <laughs> so that's what happens. But, uh, I mean, it's a creepy game, but only yeah. because you give any game where you have headphones on, a dark atmosphere, and something jumps out at you. I mean, the honest truth is, is like, it wasn't even supposed to be a game. They just made it as, like, kind of a because they liked that story or whatever. But and it's, it was, it's I mean, free. And then when they made it, it was okay. But And then they made a sequel to it that came out this year that I didn't even know about. Yeah, I don't know. So, I mean, uh, all in all, I mean, it was cool, but there's better survival horror games. For sure. But, I mean, Slender's free, and if you want to check it out, it's creepy. It definitely got overhyped, and I agree, like the guy said, because of the user videos. Because when I first heard about it, it literally was like all over message boards of like, this is the scariest game I've ever played. I can't blah, blah, blah. And you play it, you're kind of like, oh, this is creepy. Yeah. I'm not going to have to like, I'm People like. People are getting a little ahead of themselves. I feel like they yeah. never played Fatal Frame. Which, yeah, is absolutely one of the scariest. Let's say I'm not like Mr. Tough Guy. Like, Slender is creepy, but it's not the scariest game ever made by far. Amnesia is 20 times scarier. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh, Fatal Frame, Silent Hill 2. Yeah. Scarier. I mean, those yeah, guys. Silent Hill 2 is way scarier. Yeah, all those games. But Slender is free, and I think... I mean, it's what? It's a 10-minute it's a long video game. Yeah. So for what it is... Yeah, they find all eight pages, and then you're what done. It's what it is, and it's hard. Yeah, it yeah. is difficult, but it's difficult only for the sake of being and difficult. It isn't like it's 10 it's minutes, hard so, because yeah, of the like, mechanics of the game. It'll take anything. you five minutes to download, two minutes to install, and ten minutes to beat. Yeah. 
So, so thank you, Winchy the Pooh, for That was a good question, question, actually. Yeah, it was, actually. Because it's nice to actually have people, like, to discuss something with. Yeah. I agree that it was definitely, like, mostly hype. But yeah. it has led to some pretty good things. And I hope that those guys who made it go on to do other stuff. Because I think they have a good... They had a good idea. And yeah. They obviously have, have the technical prowess yeah. to actually make something in the future better. Um, Let's see here. I don't have a Tumblr, but my name's Corey. Wondering what your favorite podcasts are. My favorites are the Razor Cake Podcast, Snap Judgment, and, of course, Big Snackers. Thanks for helping me get through the long hours during the week in the warehouse. That's very nice. Uh, that's a good However, question, too. the end of that is creepy. In the warehouse. Is he, like, a slave? Is he just yeah. working? Or does he just have a weird warehouse? Like, yeah, what if it's just his? I wonder if it's the same guy who tried to get me the film Gay Porn in the warehouse one time, a couple like last year. You know, remind me now before, I don't want to go off into this yet. I don't know why this reminded me of that. But we need to tell a story about the guy at White Castle that told us he was going to help us start a band. Oh, yeah. But we'll get to that later, <laughs> so remind me. I'm going to write it down. Um, um, let's see. You go. You can go first. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I know we both Jeez. listen. I mean, I tour a lot. I listen to almost nothing but podcasts yeah. at this point when I'm driving. I listen to them all the time. Uh, well, you go ahead. Wow, what are your favorites? Oh, uh, let's see. Comedy Bang Bang. Yep. Um, how'd this get made? Uh, a lot, like a lot of stuff on Earwolf. Not as much on Nerdist, just because I'm not like that big of a fan of stuff. There's a one on uh, Max Fun, Maximum Fun called "Stop Podcasting Yourself" that I listen to every week. I really like. Uh, as far as like other stuff, cashing in with T.J. Miller is probably one of my favorites yeah. right now. Um, I don't know. I just I listen to a bunch of assorted, just all. I mean, I don't know. I probably listen to forty different ones a week. Yeah, I listen to a ton. I, I, I feel like I could just post a list on our Tumblr. It'd probably be yeah. Easier. You might as well. My favorites. I do like the Razor Cake one a lot. It sometimes gets a little too, little too hip for me, but I still really like it. Um, I love Weekend Confirmed, which is a video game podcast. And what I like is comes out every week and it's like three hours long and some people complain and I think that's awesome. Sometimes they're a little too like critical for me, which I get that's the point, but like mm. they critique games to the point where I'm just like you're nitpicking a great game for no reason. Oh yeah. Just to say something bad. But they're informative and they love video games and it's called Weekend Confirmed. I like most of the yeah, the Earwick stuff. There's a few fails in there but most Earwig? of it's what? Earwolf. <laughs> Why can't I talk the last few weeks? I don't know. You should, probably, you should probably do some dance. And... Uh, how did this get made is absolutely great. Yeah. Um, most Earwolf stuff is awesome. Some of the Nerdist stuff is good. Here, I love Nerdist, but the problem is I like the guests. Chris Hardwick talks too much. Mm -hmm. He likes to hear himself talk. Oh, yeah. For instance, I listened to the new one, actually, with Chris Jericho. Chris Jer Jericho was absolutely fantastic to listen to. He was very smart, and he was absolutely hilarious. And he would just be talking, and Chris Hardbook would just interrupt him and start telling these stories. Yeah. And I'm like, you're the interviewee. Yeah. Like, I mean, the interviewer. Like, listen, like, yeah, you're stop not interrupting stare, your guests. Yeah. But he does it all the time. He does. Even on his, like, even when they have the, the TV show on the BBC, that's what he does. Like, he has yeah. those people on there for, like, ten minutes. The least he can do is shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, he just wants... Chris Hardwick definitely likes to hear himself. Mm hmm So, Chris Hardwick, fuck you. And... Well, thank you for getting Tom Hanks and good people, though, because, man, he gets great people. Yeah. And I wish I could hear someone else interview them that wasn't Chris Hardwick. <laughs> That's true. Seriously. He gets great people. I wish I could hear what the fuck they were and saying. And they're so interesting. Like, Tom Hanks has been on there a few times, and he has to be one of the coolest dudes. I wish we could interview him. Yeah. Because I would just want to hear what he had to say. And this is this is every... This is Nerdist, okay? 
Pretend you're Tom Hanks. I'm Chris Hardwick, okay? So when I was on the set of uh, Captain Exactly. Phillips, and like when we were on sets like that, I remember back when I did Singled Out, I was on there. <laughs> and then I remember I saw you, and I wanted to talk to you, but I was too nervous. And it's like he just does these tangents, and you just are like, shut the fuck up and let Tom Hanks talk. He's Tom Hanks. Yeah. You're Chris Hardwick. Yeah. Let Tom Hanks talk. Yeah. Um, but... I still listen to Nerdist because they do get such good guests, and that's what draws you in. I you used to. Like, I can't stand Chris Hardwick so much. Chris Hardwick, though, you might be listening to this soon because we're getting a lot of downloads, and I will slap your mouth. <laughs> so. I, I wouldn't go that far. I, I He seems like a nice guy. With but my I just tongue. Don't... Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I would do that, He does too. seem like a nice guy. I just I don't, You want to hear yourself talk too much, Chris Hardwick. I like uh, Jonah Ray's podcast, Jonah Radio. Yes. He's on the Nerdist, but it's a pretty cool podcast. Nerdist has a few cool ones. Nerdist has a video game one that's pretty good, too, but it's... Oh, uh, I hate that one. Really? So I don't mind it. It's a... Uh... I, I mean, I like the people on... Well, no, okay. I like Kamel Nanjiani. I, his wife is just too... I don't know. I can't stand listening to her talk about stuff. Not because I don't think that she knows anything about video games. I just don't like her. She's the she same thing as Chris Hardwick. She's she has annoying. too much yes. enthusiasm about everything. You can't be that positive all the fucking time. Yeah. You need to calm down once and in a while. And my other one, and anyone can give me shit for this, I don't care, and I don't even think he's actually a cool guy, but his podcast, sometimes I do really enjoy the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah, I it's like It's very it. interesting sometimes. I like it all right. For some reason, I tape over there, I'm like, he's a fucking asshole, and I'm like, have you listened to the podcast? They're like, no. I'm like, okay, then why are you telling yeah, me? Like, I, I don't care what you think about Joe Rogan and his stand-up, no. but... His podcast is interesting. I've listened to him a couple of times, and he's, you know it's okay. I, I'm, I haven't listened to it enough to really be like crazy. Yeah, about sometimes it. it's really interesting. Sometimes it's boring. But oh, I was like walking the room a lot. That's a good one. Greg yeah. Barrett and Dave Anthony. So. But uh, yeah, that was a good question. And uh, obviously, the the only one that really you know to to sum up what we're saying is you should listen to the Dilbert podcast and tell us what it's about <laughs> because we still don't know. But thank you for putting us in your favorites and yes. uh, we really appreciate that. Thank you, that. Corey. We, we do. And uh, good luck at the warehouse. Yeah, whatever you do there, weirdo. Um, let's see. Peanut butter chocolate shake about to take a drink. do 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 Oh, that's apparently the break uh, jingle mm-hmm. for peanut butter chocolate shake, which mm. as you may be able to listen to if you... Oh! Ugh. That tastes like if you could just bottle up. Like seriously, if people were really able to watch this, they would be so disgusted by the way you were drinking that. No, they would be so flabbergasted no. and turned on. Anyway, um, MJ Surf Studs back again. Good, good. Uh, Hello, MJ. In thirteen words, can you describe what's so great about Cincinnati? Uh, well, I'm gonna have to write this down, I guess. I'm not gonna do thirteen. I don't. I care. will. Hold on. <laughs> All right, go ahead. I'll tell mine. Uh, we have some good beer. We have some pretty good restaurants, and I that that's really I mean that's about it. And Ryan is writing his response as we speak. I just I mean it's getting okay. There's some cool stuff that we have now, but it's not really there yet. I got it. Thirteen okay. words. All right. Me and Justin live here, and we are really cool guys. Okay, dude? <laughs> All right. Bam. Yeah, fair enough. Answer. That is what's so great about 13. That's it. No, I think I get really – I mean, I appreciate the question. I don't know if this guy – I don't know if he's from here or not, but if he's not and he, and he hears people talking about it all the time, it's because – there is a slight upswing in yeah. Cincinnati right now. There's Starting a lot of better. there's some stuff that's cool, but ultimately it's and don't get me wrong, I like that there's cool stuff here now, but it's probably going to get ruined at some point. Yeah, and at Cincinnati also, and I've noticed this uh, nationwide. I've talked to people, 
Cincinnati's more of a people city, and it's very unique in the people. And even bands I know say that, like, I love coming to Cincinnati because of all the people that hang out. And, like, it's not that there's necessarily a lot of stuff to do in Cincinnati. Mm -mm. It's that there's a lot of really cool people to hang out with. And, like, (coughs) just lifelong friends. Like, Justin and I have known the same people, and there's no one like our group of friends that I've ever met. So yeah. I guess anyone else would say the same thing about where they live. Yeah, that's I, true. Just like Cincinnati. Well, I, th- I think there's a problem is that people that are from here, if I go anywhere else in the world, there's always a time when I'll be in a bar or a restaurant or something like that, and I'll hear somebody talk, and I'll talk to them, and inevitably they'll be like, oh, I'm from Ohio, or I'm from Cincinnati. And I'm like, why don't you people fu-? – you can always tell that someone's from here. And I don't know why. It's not like they're obnoxious or anything like that. You can just kind of figure it out. From what they're People saying. People in Ohio are crazy. It is a yeah, crazy state. Like, fucking... It's a violent, weird, and kind of, I don't know, it's a psychotic state. But... Yeah. But it's also, you know, uh, I don't, I'm not on the bandwagon of putting 45 bumper stickers on my car that say, I love Cincinnati, no, and no. I love OTR, and home. It's like, a city. That... I live here, yeah. and I like it. I like going on tour. I like coming home here mm-hmm. to my friends. And... Yeah. Yeah, that's actually that's the main thing that's good about Cincinnati is is the people or the people you yeah, know. But that's great. what's good about anywhere you live. The problem is, is like people talk about like, oh my god, it's so awesome. There's so much shit. Like blah blah blah. It's so much stuff to do. And the thing is, is yeah, there's some stuff to do. But if you go to another city like Chicago or New York and you come back here, you're like, oh, we have a really long way to go. We don't have shit. You do, but even then, I'm like, I'll go to Chicago and I'll love it, and I'll be like, the city's great. But I'm like, if I lived here, I'd be bored of all this shit in a month. And yeah. it would still just come down to the people that I hung out with. Oh, no, absolutely. Like, but I'm like just wherever saying, you like, live. I'm saying as far as, like, uh, stuff to do. I will admit, I mean. other cities have a lot more to do. My biggest pet peeve, though, is people from Cincinnati or anywhere that are like, I just am bored here. I got to move. Like, everyone here sucks. I'm moving to L.A. I'm like, oh, well, first yeah. of all, yeah, people in L.A. are way cooler. Except <laughs> not at all. And I'm just like, I will tell you that in the last year, I know at least, like, from the punk scene around here, four to five people that moved to L.A. And, like, this is my favorite is they have this idea that they're like, I'm just going to go out there, not much money, but I'm just going to get a job, I'm just live, like, stay on the beach or something. And I'm like, you know, this is, like, not a movie. This yeah, is real life. Not, yeah, and it's exactly. ex- real expensive out there. Yeah, and it's funny because five out of five, we're back within two months. Yep. Like, yeah, I just missed Cincinnati. I'm like, yeah, and you, you didn't make it. Yeah. Because that's hard. You don't just go out to L.A. with no money. No. But uh, I guess that's my answer. I like Cincinnati, yeah. but it's not the best city for any reason other than the fact that my friend's here and I have fun. And yeah. I like the snow and the summer and we get yeah. all seasons some people don't like seasons yeah. i do i like it's snowing outside right now and i think it's beautiful yeah i'm gonna drive home in it i'm gonna listen to is it really yeah i didn't know what was it snowing when we went up to the it just started to just a little bit oh not much it's supposed to get worse though oh fuck but i mean yeah it sucks to drive in snow kind oh, of but i kind of like oh, it oh fuck i can't man. i will say it would be weird to me if I moved to like California or like San Diego, which I think is beautiful. It'd be very weird for me though to wake up on Christmas morning to like eighty degree weather. Yeah, that would and fuck I, I with my head. I don't have a problem with that. Like I don't have a problem with the weather necessarily, but it does get kind of old here. But then again, it gets old anywhere in the north part of any country because you're like, you're like, okay, I get it, it's snowing. Quit for a little while. Ninety percent of people cold. are are gonna disagree with what I say and think this is perfect. Snow does get old here, but if I lived in like California. It would get annoying to me that it was just warm year-round. No, I agree with that. And, and a lot of people I mean. are probably like, well, no, wouldn't that be awesome? I'd prefer, but like... I prefer if it was like, like my ideal climate is like North Carolina where the coldest it gets is like 40 degrees at yeah, any given point. Yeah, I love, point. fall is my favorite season. And like, 
55 oh, cool. to, to you got any yoga pants and maybe a latte you could drink <laughs> i don't even like coffee 55 to i don't s- care you sound like a fucking you sound like every 23 year old girl that exists well i'm 30 <laughs> and i'm a girl 55 <laughs> to 75 degrees no, is like my favorite you know yeah. what i mean so i love like if i rated my seasons you tell me what yours what's are. your favorite color of leaf ryan orange but uh rate your seasons mine would go fall spring winter summer honestly summer would be the last mm. that would be mine I go spring, fall, summer, winter. Okay. Summer to I me... I prefer spring because I like the flowers and stuff. I love spring and the flowers and I love fall and the leaves changing. Summer to me is like... Snow I can deal with because like we just went sledding the other day and it was fun. Summer's one of those things like when it's 95 to 100 degrees, I don't want to leave my house. Uh, see, I I'm prefer... a chubby dude. It's hot and it's sweaty. I, I'm going to sweat no matter what because I'm fat. We so both are. It's like we just did Warp Tour and like in Dallas it was 103 degrees and like literally that is my hell. Yeah. Like I'm walking around, I walk out of our out of our van or bus or whatever, and I feel like there's a hair dryer on my entire yeah. body. And some people are like, "This is beautiful walking around with your shirts off," and I'm like, "Listen, skinny guy with tattoos that yeah. does a lot of cocaine. Yeah. I'm not you, <laughs> and I'm miserable." I, uh, I I mean I think when I sleep I prefer to be cold, but when I'm outside I prefer if it's warm. Not hot, but if it's like 70. I gotta have a fan on when I'm sleeping or something like that. I don't have to, but I much prefer it. Yeah, I prefer it too. Well, I don't know. I like sweatpants and a fan. Um. Anyway, so I hope that answered your question yeah, about Cincinnati. Do we ever answer really questions? But we no. always get good stories out of them, so um, there's that. Also, this guy, he didn't ask a question, but I like this kid, uh, Pete Pete Verones. Okay. He's on, uh, he, he likes your guy's band a lot and everything. He has his own band. What band? Uh, they're called The Longest Monday. Okay. And normally I wouldn't promote anybody's band because I think that's kind of obnoxious to do. But I listened to it and it's actually good and he's a nice guy. So Well, The Longest Monday. Check him yeah, out. You should check him out. They have a song called Goldmine. I'll post the video on our Tumblr. Please do. Um, and then here's one thing about uh, our friend Jerry, legend, yes. wrote in to thank you, Jerry, for writing in. Um to bring our attention to, or draw our attention to, the fact that uh, T-Pain came out the other day for gay rights on Twitter, huh. which is strange. That's cool. I mean, I've always liked T-Pain. I always thought he was very entertaining. I, I like all of his albums. Yeah. Except for the new one was bad. But, but he came out on Twitter and um, came out on Twitter and said, uh, I guess somebody was saying you know something bad about, he has about his assistant or something like that came out on Twitter and said um just see a lot of people looking at my assistant like oh no you better not go that way that guy wants my butt don't be an idiot you're still fugly like saying that to people and then he said attention all homophobic idiots if you're not attractive to straight women you're probably not attractive to gay men you can unclench now that's awesome yeah and that's cool too because we talked about it before, and I think we got accused of being racist for this because people are fucking morons. But let's be honest, hip hop culture is inherently homophobic. Oh, it's extreme. If you want to tell me I'm racist because of that, yeah. fuck yourself. Because but there is, it is, I and mean, that's just the way it is. There's definitely like a change that's happened recently because, like, ASAP Rocky came out and said that, like, you know, he didn't have a problem, and like, he's probably the biggest rap artist at the moment. Would yeah, ASAP Rocky's like, one of the biggest, and he's one of like, it's like a hood rapper dude, and yeah. it's cool. And the, the only person I've seen really recently, and I mean Ghostface Killer, who is the most ignorant human being on the planet, yes. he came out and said, you know, the try he he did it in the worst way. He was the one that said, 
if you want to be gay, that's fine, but don't come near me, which you're just backtracking instantly and you sound fucking stupid. I so. hate that shit. Yeah, like, so you're not really supporting gay rights when you do but that. Plus, plus, are you telling like, me that the guy who wears the most jewelry that I've ever seen anybody wear is all upset about somebody being gay or something? Ghostface Kill, if you're listening, I don't think most gay guys probably want a relationship with you. No. You're, you're okay. Yeah. You don't need you're, to work. You're too, you're too gaudy and you <laughs> look too, like, weird. Like, nobody wants to hang out with the guy. Nobody wants to, like... The only person with jewelry, that much jewelry on that anybody would want to hang out with is Mr. T because he seems nice. Well, also, to be honest, I know we paired it before, but every year when uh, Ghostface Killer does his softest artist in the game, yeah. he comes out and says there's nothing wrong with being gay, but like he's so ignorant about it because in all of his lists he'll be talking about Drake and use the word faggy like yeah. nine times. Oh, and time. it's like, so yeah. if you're calling people faggy, you can't like you can't really turn around and say... I mean, you can do whatever you want, I guess. But yeah, you, you just can sound say whatever you want, but you sound like an asshole. Yeah, yeah, that's all there is to it. So, uh, but that was our my, the questions I had. You said you I got had, one question. Yeah, in my email. Um, let's open it on up. Okay. This question is from Landon DeFever. He said, "Hey, I hope you're doing well. Congrats on the success you found with the new record in the Big Snackers podcast. I had actually a question for the show. Well, actually, two. One, a couple of weeks ago, you and Justin talked about what your favorite records of 2013 were. Which I'm curious, what albums are you looking forward to hearing in 2014? That's a good question. Yeah. Um, I don't know what's coming out, so I really couldn't answer well, this Well, I, I know a few things I definitely am excited about is... Uh, Weedus is recording right now, which mm. is a band that a lot of people listen to this, but I have no idea who they were. Yeah. But if you don't know, they're that band that did the one-hit wonder song, Teenage Dirtbag. Right. And now, if you're remembering that, what I want you to do is get on Spotify and realize they've actually made three to four amazing records. Yeah, they really have. And are a fantastic In band. In fact, everything outside of that song on that album is incredible. That They're a great band, and I wish that they weren't known just for that song, because they deserve so much more success. Yeah. And they have a new record coming out. Um, I know ASAP Rocky has a new album coming out in 2014. I'm excited about it. I like his last one. I yeah. don't care what people say. And... Uh, what else? Man, why am I blanking out right now? I don't know. I will say I'm curious, and this is coming from, uh, to give you a history of this, I've never been an Against Me fan. Yeah. I don't really like Against Me. And then I really loved White Crosses, which was their last album. Right. Which most people don't like. I think they're their fans because it's not a punk record. Yeah. So I'm curious to hear the new Against Me because I really like the last album. I think and... it'll be good. I mean... I don't know. They're one of those bands that's never really done anything bad, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, I don't think their old just, stuff. I just never was not, like a humongous fan of them, but their old know. stuff just wasn't for me, and that's okay. It doesn't have to be. Um, Counting Crows have a new record coming out in 2014, which I'm excited about because they're my favorite band. And yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I just I don't know what's coming out, so I really couldn't answer that question with any like real. Certainty and or Landon bust your heart, but I don't really understand your second question. But we'll try to answer it, which is now bless uh, you, Leo. Heart. In mid February, I'm going to be traveling to Boston with my college program board for entertainment convention. Are there any great restaurants, music venues, or attractions I should check out while I'm there? I've never been to Boston. Here's my question: Is I don't know why you're asking, Justin and I, because we live in Cincinnati. Yeah. However, I will uh, I mean, tell you. Some really I, cool stuff I've been to Boston, Boston a few times, yeah. and just on tour. So I mean, I can give you from my few hours. A couple different times exploring Boston. If there's any shows, the Middle East, that place rules. It's where we play every time. There's an upstairs and a downstairs, which is small and big. It's like where the Mighty Mighty Boston's do their holiday shows. It's a cool venue and restaurant and bar. And they have good drink specials. They have 
really good food from vegan to meat and whatever. And that place is cool. And other than that, uh, there's a Dunkin' Donuts on every corner. Mm-hmm. And that's like not an exaggeration. Like no, no, I didn't really believe is. it until I went there because that's where Dunkin' Donuts is from. And I didn't believe it. And I mean, like, literally, we were literally driving down the main street to get to the Middle East. And I think in a three-mile stretch, and I'm not exaggerating, we counted 12 to 13 Dunkin' Donuts in yeah. a three-mile stretch. It's like when you go to it, Toronto and there's a Tim, Tim Hortons, Hortons on every single yeah. street corner. I would say go to the Eagle restaurant where they have a, a burger challenge, which is you have to eat a burger that's... I think it's up to 16 burgers tall now <laughs> and uh, and a pound and a half of fries. And if you do that, you get to name what the next thing that goes on the burger is to make the challenge harder. You and could then you just get to name your own sandwich. Slit your wrist instead of yeah. doing that. But, but the thing is, I didn't, do the, I didn't do the challenge, but it was delicious when I ate there. So, you know, um, yeah, and I actually, just that. That being said, the Middle East food is like not just like venue bar food. It's actually a great restaurant. They have a full separated like you have to walk through a door you know what i mean like it's not in the venue oh a whole door a whole restaurant oh man i just mean you know when you think venue you think like i've never walked through a door (laughs) you know what i mean you know you think venue you think like bar shitty food like they have a really nice restaurant in the middle east yeah you have to go through a door and everything and there's a place next door to it called planet vegetarian and i'm the farthest thing of a vegetarian and probably would never be but it's very very good so uh, there's your answers other than that just enjoy boston it's a big city it seems pretty cool and yeah, dropped awesome. Murphy's for there, and they're not very good. <laughs> it's true. So, and yet everybody acts like they are. And actually, run for cover. The record label's from there, and maybe I should just give away Jeff's address and phone number. Is that would that be good? Probably not, but you could if you <laughs> want to. <laughs> we won't do that. So uh, yeah, there's that. So I think that's all for questions, right? Uh, yeah. I want to segue into something. I want to make an amendment to our top of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to take anything out, but I must add something that I didn't. Did not give a chance, so I'll give a brief background. Is uh, they might be Giants, one of my favorite bands. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, they're a weird bands. So a lot of people don't agree. If you haven't listened to them, check them out. I I can't describe them because they're no kind of music. Yeah. What would I'm you also, say? I I well, I'd imagine everybody's pretty much heard them, right? Like, I don't well, know. I, I mean, nowadays, nowadays I don't know. I know Chad, like friend of mine, Chad from Newfound Glory. I know it's one of his favorite bands. We've talked about doing a split where we cover them, but they're very weird. They're two guys. They're insanely talented and. I guess they're just like pop music. I yeah, don't really know. it's poppy rock. But they literally are two dudes that go from drums, guitar, bass. They both sing to playing orchestra, trumpets, and it's all these two guys. Mm-hmm. They're so amazingly talented. And they write these quirky songs. And I mean, I think they literally have released. Justin can probably look it up right now. How many albums have they released? Will you please actually just tell me before we even do this? Because that actually has yeah. to pertain to my point of what I'm going to say. So we'll have a little segue here while Justin looks this up. But I have a point to know the exact amount of albums. But Justin should be able to do it pretty fast because, like, we got technology up in here. We are in a high tech studio. Yeah, like which is kitchen Justin's kitchen. Table. Yes. Um. Let's see. So many. Hold on. Uh. Someone's trying to call us right now through the podcast. I don't know if they're not coming through. I don't have Skype on. Oh, turn on real quick. It's me, real quick one. Hold on, one second. Seventeen? Um, oh, I'm sorry. Sixteen studio albums, thirteen <laughs> compilations, seven live albums, eighteen EPs, five videos, and six singles. And that is just insane. So my point pertaining to this is that not only is they might be giants, 
I think arguably you could say one of the most prolific bands of our generation, if not the. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, like, they. I mean, outside of J Church, nobody's released more stuff. It's very true. I love when you say names like that because no one in the world knows no. who you're talking about. But, but if uh, you if you decide to look up the band J Church, you will find that they have released almost more material than any other band ever. And a lot of it is really good. <laughs> yeah. But uh, before I finish this, I think we're about to get a phone call, and this pertains to last week. Something I wanted to clear up because we don't want rumors on the show. We want facts. No, no. I want rumors. Yeah, but I want to confirm them. So we should be getting a call here any second. There we go. Hello. Eric? Hello. Hey, Eric. What's up? How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm I'm, I'm, I'm good, Ryan. I'm driving in, uh, sitting in Chicago traffic here. Nice. Well, you're on Big Snackers. Say hi to Justin. Well, okay, cool. Are you going to say hi to Justin? <laughs> no. Hi, oh. Justin. Hi. Um, last week, we actually talked about drive through records for a while. And we wanted to right, cool. we wanted to verify something with you if you could help us because we don't want to have slander out on the internet. Okay, what is the uh, what what is it that I could maybe help you verify? And Eric, I want people to know, is in a band that actually was my favorite bands and when I was younger and still love them. He was in a band called Alistair. And Eric, you uh, were on the first two records, right? Uh, first record um, didn't actually record the second record. Helped write it there, right? And then, and you helped write the second one, though, right? Yes, part of it, yeah. And I'm not just saying this because Eric's my friend, but the band went to shit after that. But man, those first two records were great records. But uh, do you know if it's true that Richard from Drive Through liked to have bands walk on his back? Yes, what? I've heard that Richard from Drive Through Records liked to have bands walk on his back. Um. I can't verify that because uh, I don't think things were that weird back at the time. We were we were a fledgling band. Um, we were one of the first bands that uh, that Drive Through put out record of. And I don't know if he was that crazy back then, but uh, I apologize, but I cannot confirm nor actually deny that. Eric, it sounds like you're hiding something. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> Well, I don't know. I, that's it's kind of a strange question because when you first called me and there was this big echoey kind of sound, it sounded like you guys were like in a sex dungeon or something. A sex dungeon? Yeah. So I don't know. I, 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 do you want people to walk on your back, Ryan? We were in the warehouse. I would love for people to walk on my back. Yeah, absolutely. I would like for you to walk <laughs> on my back, which I'll be in Chicago in two weeks. So would you like to walk on my back? I will, I will gladly walk on your back. Are you coming to our show in Chicago? I can plug it real quick. We're, uh, we're playing the Metro in Chicago December 28th for the Mustard Plug Holiday Shows. Mustard Plug Holiday Show. Um, December 28th, you say? Yes. I'll have to take a look into that. But I'll be there the night before, so let's grab dinner. Ah. Yeah, we'll have to hang out. Okay, well, my two questions, since you were in a band on drive through, which, honestly... I think you could say for the pop punk scene was a label that catapulted really what's become like a million million dollar industry. Would you agree? Yeah, it has. And you were a part of that. What do you think the best and worst bands were on Drive Through? Oh, um, there's been some 
let me go worse first. Um, <laughs> steel train ever on drive through? Oh yeah, the horse steel train sucks. <laughs> yes. So, so perhaps I'll go with that as my. Answer. At least you give um, real answers. Most of the people we get on here like are so fake that they like don't want to say bad things about anybody, so they avoid it. And you're right, steel train sucks, and I know Justin agrees. Hey. Hey, well, you know what? I don't know those guys personally at all, so I can't comment on them on people. I just don't Me either. Me. Maybe they're great. I know some of them are in fun, and that's cool, but Steel Train was a bad band. Hey, I'm, I'm, willing, to, I, I'm willing to say if it's bad, if it's bad. And an angle and, uh, was also bad. I don't even know what that is. Okay, well, all right. What best? What do you think the best? The best band on drive Now, this is a tough one. Um... Other than your own, which actually you guys might be my favorite band on drive through Alistair, maybe the Benjamins. Oh, thanks, Ryan. Uh, my favorite band on drive through is probably the RX Bandits. Fair. Fair answer. Okay, that's good. And also, I think it would only be fair because, not just because Eric's my friend, he's in a new band that actually is great. So what's your new band called? Because you don't have any recordings out yet, right? What's that? You don't have any new recordings out for your new band yet, do you? No, we don't have any recordings. We don't have a website. We don't have a Facebook. We don't have a Twitter. I know you're a new band, but you played me the songs, and they're actually fucking great. So what's the name of it, at least? People look out for it in the future. Yeah, look look out for us in the future. Uh, the name of the band is We've Got Ours, as in, like, you've got yours, we've got ours. Okay, and uh, he's played me the demos, and they're really good. So we'll talk about Thanks. that more in the future. But, uh, well, thank you for I calling. It, Ryan. No problem. Hey, no problem. I will, yeah, uh, take care. I'll call you independently of this this week. All right, sounds good. All right, see ya. Bye. Bye, Randy. Why do you always make up your own names for our guests? I didn't. I guess it's kind of cool. I've realized that just through touring that uh, I can call people that are in some of my favorite bands. Yeah, you can do I that. really love Alistair, their first two records. I know you liked Alistair. Yeah, I love Those the... first two records are absolutely fantastic. After that, they went to complete shit. I don't know if it <laughs> coincidence because Eric was not in the band after that, but they're bad. I don't know if you listened to their new um, record that came out last year. It is atrocious. Was the song? Am I thinking the right band? Somewhere down in Fullerton. Yeah, yeah, that's my favorite song by them. Great, great song. Um, Okay, so we can segue here. As you said, I wanted to amend my top ten. You said they might be giants. Have seventeen full lengths, not counting sixteen, thirty something other albums. Yeah, eighteen EPs. I think the first seven or eight they might be giants albums are some of my favorite of all time. I would say they're in my top 10 favorite bands of all time. And since then, I usually check out newer albums by them, but they make so much because outside of those 16 full lengths, they have kids' albums, they have EPs, they do live stuff. And I honestly don't think they've made a bad record. They're just one of those bands that made so much stuff like over the last eight or nine years, I haven't checked them out as much. Yeah. Because the stuff's fine, I don't think about it. And I don't know if you've listened to it yet, Justin, but I didn't know they put out an album a few months ago. That I hadn't listened to until two days ago. I knew they put it out. I just didn't and it's called, I believe, it. Nanobots. Can mm-hmm. you verify that? Yeah, it is so good. Like yeah, literally, anyone should check it out. It's they might be giants. The album's called Nanobots, and I will tell you right now, I think it's their best record since Factory Showroom, which came out over ten years ago. Yeah, it is a rock record. It's catchy. It's quirky, and I think anyone would like it. So I just want to add that that for twenty thirteen, that they might be giants record is superb. Yeah, I haven't uh, listened to it, but I'll listen to it. It sounds like now. classic They Might Be Giants without them trying to force force it. You know, my pet peeve on a lot of bands, what they'll do is they'll make a few albums no one cares about, and mm-hmm. then they'll come back and say, oh, our new album sounds like, and then insert like the fan favorite. Right. And it always never does. It yeah. sounds forced. Yeah. 
but it just sounds like classic Mountain Dew Giants, like they're just re-energized. So I'd like to add that. And this can segue into a fun little game we're about to play, where I have purposely avoided this list because I knew we were going to talk about it today. Because yeah. Justin texted me the other day, and I was laying on my couch playing video games, and he said, you know what we need to talk about in Big Snackers? I said, what? He said, Rolling Stones Top 50 Albums of 2013. And I was like, holy shit. And I went to go look at my computer, and I thought, you know what? <laughs> I'm not going to look at it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to avoid it, and I want to be surprised. So you can tell me, and we'll go through them. Um, probably can't do all 50. We're not going to have time. But yeah. we'll go I'll skim through them, and ones we can here. talk about them. Because I literally don't know what any of these are about to be. So I might be able to make some guesses. But this is Rolling Stones. Top 50 albums, which I don't know if people realize this, but if you look into Rolling Stone for a second, you can tell that it's the most fake, fabricated, mm -hmm. hipster piece of shit magazine that gets paid for advertising. They get paid for reviews. You can read stuff from Lester Bangs or uh, Scott. I can't remember his name. But the entire thing about it's factual at this point. He's proven it that he wrote a bad Hootie and the Blowfish review, and he got fired because Hootie and the Blowfish was big. And the guy that runs Rolling Stone said that he needed to give him a good review. Yeah. So that's your credit for that magazine. The magazine's full of well, shit. The other thing and is, it doesn't matter. I, so I really do think that um, they they here's what they do is they listen to they read the Billboard chart. They listen to like NPR and then um, and then there's one guy there that kind of likes hip hop and so he told them what to put on the list. Absolutely. So it's just like. It's an amalgamation of like what's popular but not too popular, and then what's on like NPR, like things that they can be exposed to from that. It is, and then the the guy who likes hip hop because they, you know, and he likes the most safe, normal hip hop. And I'll guarantee yeah. you right now, you will be hard pressed to ever find a band that signed millions of records that Rolling Stone will say something bad about them. Mm -hmm. That won't happen. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. They're completely fake. So let's yeah. let's go to this list. Well, f number fifty <laughs> is the new Beck album. Beck Which made a new album. I didn't know existed. Didn't it's know called that Song either. Reader. I don't know. I'm not going to read what like, they I don't said, really though. know. I mean, I've, we've known paragraph. each other for 15 years. Do you like Beck? I'm not a fan of Beck. I don't think... No. I, think I mean, it's, it's... Beck has probably put out about as many albums as they might be Giants. Yeah. 15 albums. And I will say that there's probably four or five Beck songs that I think are really good songs. Yeah, it's whatever. It's not... He's not wonderful to me. He's not awful to me. I think he's I think a he, funny person. I think he but... experiments a lot and he does what he wants. And I give yeah. him credit for that. As he fine. never tried to follow trends. He just... This doesn't do it for me, but all right, Beck's number fifty. That's yeah. Fine. Then, then you go to a band called Fuck Buttons. No, I don't know. And their album Slow Focus. But that Actually, name, it's like a synth. It's like a psychedelic band. Their name already annoys me because I'm tired of this. Like, let's have like some dirty sexual things in our name because we're just like this new disco, like glam, almost mm -hmm. like electronic thing going on that yep. I hate. Yeah, me too. I agree. It's the same fucking thing. Yeah. Then uh, somehow the MIA album got in here, which great. Let's go to the fuck buttons too. Like literally, I feel like this day and age, I could go home and get on Reason for a half an hour, make some dance music, and I would call it Kinky Sex, yeah. and I would be on this list next year. Kinky fuck. Yeah, like like whatever you want to say, what it is. So, yeah, there's that. Then MIA, which is like. I get it. She doesn't like other female rappers. Can you make how many albums about it? Agreed. The most boring fucking oh, good artist. Good story. On Earth. Talking about the sleazy dance stuff is uh, the band Banquets. You know that I put in my top ten of the year. Mm -hmm. Dave from Banquets texted me the other day and said, "You know, thanks for putting us in your list. I really appreciate it." And I was like, "Well, I didn't just put you in there to be nice. Like, it's a great record." And he said, "Just to let you know, because he does professional design work." He was like, 
I also just want to let you know that I actually back in the day made the web page for the Brazilian girls and they're complete assholes. <laughs> I said, that's all right, amazing. that's pretty awesome. So, also, uh, let's see. Did you know Franz Ferdinand had a new album out? I didn't know they were still a band. Well, let's let's just. I'll just tell you that Rolling Stone did, and they know that it's the 46th best album of the year. I'm sure. Uh, they put Avicii on here. Ugh. It's a DJ. It's not even a. I don't Does know. Does he make his own songs? Yeah, I guess. I don't. I really don't know. I it's don't like know. girl talk. You can't count that. Like, what yeah, you... but they put a girl talk album on there like last of year. Of course they did. Um, I don't know. There's the, there's this girl that I actually like called Valerie June, who actually is a really good singer and songwriter, and she's on here. She deserves to be a little bit further up than 44, but whatever. Here's they... what I want to do too. Um, can we skip forward and then go back for a second? Yeah. Can I try to guess the top five? Uh, yeah, if you want to. Hold on for one second. Okay. I just gotta figure out. Oh, yeah. Uh, I just want you to know, get, just guess where, uh, Born Sinner J. Cole's album ended up on this list. 30-something? No. 40-something? Yeah, 41st. Which, it, and there, I know, I already know there's rap records before it, and that's, okay, that's sad. And especially because of the fact that, like, the one right after it is that Earl Sweatshirt album. Really? Yeah. That album's not bad. No, but it's not good either. J. Cole smokes Earl Sweatshirt. Yes. The only reason Earl Sweatshirt honestly gets the hype he gets is because he's the best rapper in Odd Future, which would be like saying I'm the best guitar player in a nursing home. Yeah. Because <laughs> Odd Future, as much as I like a lot of the things they do because they're funny, aren't very good rappers. No. So yeah, Earl Sweatshirt is the best. But Okay, can you guess number five? I don't, I don't know the order. I just want to throw these out there. I've not read this. I'm not cheating. And maybe I'll get none of these right. But just going by Rolling Stone, I'm going to guess in the top five that the National's in there. No. No? Mm-mm. Kanye West. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which Yeezus should not be in a top 50 list anywhere. No. Uh, those are only two main ones. The National's not. Are they in the top 50? Uh, I don't remember, honestly. I was Probably, say. maybe. Okay. Uh, Yeezus, I think, is in there. I'm mm. going to say, hold on, hold on. Um, what are they called? What are they called? What's the band Iconopop? No. Man. Straighten out. Give me the top five. Let's discuss it. Okay. Hold on. I mean, let this load for a second. Um, number five is Arcade Fire. Reflector. <coughs> <laughs> what is it about Arcade Fire that people like so much? Well, you see, they have two drummers, right? I mean, you put it best. You call them the Slipknot of in, of indie rock, and mm-hmm. it's true. And here's the thing about Arcade Fire: is it's not that I think that Arcade Fire is a terrible band. They're such a normal band. Yeah. And people get so obsessed with them. There's nothing about them that's actually that. It's just wonderful. So there. Yeah. All right. What's four? Uh, the new Paul McCartney album. <sighs> that makes sense for Rolling Stone. Yeah, it does. Totally. Hold on, I gotta get back to it real quick. And it doesn't even matter what that album sounds like. They probably had it in the top five before they heard it. Oh, yeah, because... Like, it doesn't matter. He's Paul right. McCartney. Uh, just like they put as the number 10 album of the year, John Fogarty. I guarantee they didn't even listen to that John Fogarty album. Because it's good, and I love CCR, and I love John Fogarty, but let's be honest, I'm sure he's it a sounds, little bit past this fucking... I'm sure it sounds like John Fogarty. Yeah, it does. All right, number three. You want care to take a guess? Well, it's not Kanye West, right? So No. That means that's a number one or two. Oh, God. Um... Let me think for a second. Give me a genre, because I need to think Dance, out what came out this year. Like EDM. <sighs> you can guess. It was probably most 
like looked forward to electronic music. I'm sure I know as soon as you say it, I'm gonna feel dumb for not getting it. But what is it? Daft Punk. Oh man. Then we've talked about this. You know, I like Daft Punk. That yeah. album sucks. Yeah, and also it's just like, but again, it's another one of those things where like, all right, well that's a popular album. We'll put it like three or something like that. You know, give because us we're cutting bit. edge. Yeah, and Pharrell's on it. Number two. You can you can take a guess as to what you already have named what it is. Jesus. Yeah, the number two album of the year is what they're saying. The fact that J Cole is number forty one and Kanye West is number two. Yeah, is just so saddening. Is that is Jay Z on this fucking list? Not that I remember, but Good. maybe okay. I don't know. Okay. Pro- actually, pro- fucking probably. Yeah. Now the number one album. And I have no idea where they got this from because I like this band, but there's no fucking way that this album's the number one anything ever in the history of mankind. The new Vampire Weekend album? I like that record. Yeah, but number one, number one? out of all the records that came out this no, year. It's, it's a good record. And that's just it. Okay, Rolling Stone. We've summed it up. Top five. Kanye West, biggest, most controversial rapper in the world. Paul McCartney, The Beatles. Um, Daft Punk, Daft the biggest Punk, EDM biggest band. dance band in the entire world. The number one, this more indie underground band because we're cool. Yeah, and then that's number, Rolling Stone. Yeah, that's no, right. Number five is is Arcade Fire. Yeah. So of course they have to bookend it with like another band that was so, an indie band. Number one, it's like, like oh, here's a band that's big but not as big as the other bands. And that Vampire, don't get me wrong, I actually really like the Vampire Record Weekend. Do you like it? Yeah, I like it. I there's like Vampire three, Weekend. There's but, three or four songs on it that I think are amazing. Yeah. But it's not it's <laughs> not one. the greatest no. album of the year by any means. So um I don't know what this is. Oh at least they put Queens of the Stone Age in the top ten, which is a good album. And I am not I don't a, know if it would deser- if it deserves top ten, maybe top twenty. I have not listened to anything since their second album, but I've never been a fan. Do they get better? Mm-hmm. Or if I don't like those first two, would I just not like them? Um mm, No, nah, you'd still like them. The first one was okay, and the second one I actually just didn't like. The one with the red and black cover? Yeah. It was not I a like that record. Uh, nah. That was Actually, I like that album a lot. You probably wouldn't really like them all that much, but they're I like them. Okay. Then for some reason, that Lord album is number seven? Yeah, what is... Who, where did she come from? I don't know, but... The, I don't but even think This she's... is the thing, is like that single got so huge, and it was like, oh, look, she's anti, you know... Commercialism. She's also sixteen, and she's also she's saying the same thing that every sixteen-year-old says. Like, yeah. I don't care about money. I don't care about this. And, and now she has it. Yeah, you and I do. Guarantee, yeah. Yeah, like, I uh, wish someone would come out. Like, I'm gonna I'll tell you, I like money, and our band does not do anything for money minus Warp Tour. But uh, we don't <laughs> do anything for money. But I like when we make money. I want to see one of these people that comes out that's so anti this and that, is making the money that Lord is, and I just want to see him give it away. Yeah, it'd be Show great. me that person. Yeah. Then I'll believe. Exactly. Like, oh, wow, you really don't care. That's the same thing as, like, like Kanye West, oh. who went on this big tirade against, like, Louis Vuitton and Nike and stuff like that. And it's like, okay, Kanye, you've made how much money? Where the fuck... Why aren't you putting it where your fucking mouth is? If you're exactly. always talking about how, like, oh, I gotta give back to people. They're exploiting people and stuff. Then why don't you buy a fucking factory and pay the workers what Do they're that, supposed to Do that, or why wasn't, you know, Jesus free? Yeah, exactly. make a statement like that. His statement was, "I have no album cover because music's dying." It's like you made a million dollars off your record. No, you know why you don't have an album cover? Because your last album cover was stupid as fuck. <laughs> That's and very you didn't true. Wanna, and everybody made fun of you, so you didn't want to make another mistake. Kanye, I think, is the most perplexing. And this is what I hate is when people call him a genius because a lot of people say things like, 
Yeah, because he does that to get a reaction out of people. I think he's just kind of not as smart as people think he is. No, he's really – that's the thing. I, it, it's, this is what it is, is that, yeah, he's not as smart as people think he is, but he's bought into the fact that people think he's smart, so now he thinks I he think is as smart as kind they of think an idiot is. who is a very talented beat maker, can be a very good rapper. Once in a while. And he's just a normal dude that has so much money. He throws hissy fits. I mean, like, he acts like a child publicly. Yeah. Like, so how are you going to tell me he's this genius? He named his child North. Yeah, that's very... Let's be honest. That's all it needs to be Instead said. Instead of somebody says, oh my God, you're a genius, and then you name your child Northwest, they should revoke any... Or they should go back and publicly go, I'm sorry that I called him a genius. He's clearly not. And I don't care how overdone it was. The whole Taylor Swift thing about Beyonce was not even controversial. No. It was just straight up him tr- trying to keep his name in the public. Yeah. Because what are you doing? He jumped on stage because he wanted people to buy more of his album with Jay Z, and that's it. It's the only if you, fucking. If you reason. want to tell me that Beyonce single is the best music video of all time, it's just three girls dancing in, in black a fucking and black and white. Yeah, it's not. Uh, it's nothing. It's not even. That, I mean, it's really not that good. Don't thing. get me wrong. That song's a jam. Out of single ladies. Out of single ladies. Oh oh oh. You might be a redneck. Oh, stop it. That's so loud. <laughs> no, sorry. Oh, my God. Um, so let's talk about something. Yeah. Did you have more on the Rolling Stone list? No. Can we just go ahead and end with Rolling Stone? Please stop. Ugh, so and you know terrible. what's worse about... You know what's worse than the music in Rolling Stone? Is every issue when they try to have a big political article. Well, that's the other thing. That's the thing, though, is that, like, when they do that, they actually have, like, good journalists that work for them, but they're all freelance. They're not people who work there. You know what I mean? Like... They, right. they don't have actual journalists that work for them. Everybody who works for them, like Matt Taby and, and Peter Travers and shit. Peter Travers is a great writer. He is a great writer, but he has no fucking business talking about what should be on a, a top 50 list of anything. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Not that I'm saying I do, no, no, but I damn sure we have do. better We have a podcast. That's true. Okay, so. So is Rolling Stone. Why? Why? Huh? Why did you write, I'm Mr. Mobley and I need a Saskatchewan silly sucker, sissy sucker, on this piece of paper? I wanted you to read it out loud. Well, I couldn't, I barely could read it because you look, you showed it to me and then pulled it away immediately so I couldn't <laughs> read it. Anyways, I want to move on. Um, no, tell yeah. me what that was. I don't understand. Well, it says, I'm Mr. Mobley and I need a Saskatchewan sissy sucker. Okay, but what does that mean? Well, I'm Mr. Mobley. Okay. How you doing? Since when? Nice to meet you. Okay, nice to meet you too. Since I got married to Mrs. Mobley. You don't take the woman's last name. You can? Okay, uh, it's yeah, 2013. Oh, I'm sorry. That's weekend's gender rules, okay? And what I need is a Saskatchewan sissy sucker. What is that? That is an animal. It's not that an animal. It only comes from Switzerland. It's not. And Switzerland, Saskatchewan's it not. It sucks on ice. There's nothing about Switzerland in that. And you don't si- call people from Switzerland and sissies. Ice in Switzerland is nicknamed sissy. No, it's not. Yeah, no, this... it is absolutely not. You need to read more Wikipedia. Well, you I... need to learn that Saskatchewan's not in Switzerland. You need to read Wikipedia. I'll tell you right now, okay? I read that all the time. <laughs> That's great, right? The other day, I looked up the Smash Mouth Wikipedia and I read it for an hour. Oh, did it talk anything about uh, IPA? No, and... it, no, it didn't actually. Right. Well, anyways. Um, I want to talk about movies, but before that, I would like to tell the story that got reminded of of uh, back in the day. 
uh, right down the street from my high school. Justin and I were at the White Castle. It was just the two of us. It was when we were first starting bands. I mean, this was literally 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. And we were just kids, and we wanted to start a band. We had one at the time. I'm sure we were completely terrible. Yeah. We oh, we had Boy and His Blob at the time. Boy and His Blob, which uh, Justin played drums barely. I played guitar barely. I sang not even barely. I mean, I was a horrible singer. Mm-hmm. And our friend Mike played bass pretty well. Yeah. He's, he's, he's pretty always good. been really yeah, good. he's pretty good. And... I don't remember how it happened because we were sitting at a booth at the White Castle by my high school. We were talking about being in a band. Oh, yeah, and this older black guy is like, he's like, you guys talking about being in a band? And he was probably about in his 40s. Yeah. And it was just the most surreal conversation. Justin, please explain he came it. Up, came up and he said he asked if we were in a band and we were like, yeah, yeah, that's what we played. And then he sat down with us and he started telling us about how he's going to open this, this studio. For like a TV a, show, yeah, TV show studio for like public access, like or Soul Train. Yeah, but all like the, it was just gonna show one type of show, and it was gonna be a Soul Train type of show. And he's like, "We're gonna have bands play, girls and dancing, girls dancing, and TVs. there's gonna be people playing PlayStations <laughs> on TV." <laughs> Which is like, who's watching that? Like, yeah, have you seen that show where the guy plays PlayStation? Yeah. <laughs> so he said that to us. Then and he asked if we wanted to be involved with it, and he gave us a business. You card. know, we said yes. Yeah, of course <laughs> we said yes. He gave us a business card. And then started telling us about like his ideas about how bands should go. And he sat and he sat there and he said he said well, you guys are in a band so like say uh, you're in the band and uh, you know you got a white drummer. Well, if we just replace him with a black drummer. And then he's like and he, he systematically goes, went yeah, through the whole, whole band. band and said, "Wow, well, we replace him with the black." And he, he he literally yeah he looked at Justin and goes, "What do you do?" And Justin goes, "Drums." Like so maybe we'd have to replace you with a black drummer because yeah. it's more of a black show. And, uh, and everyone in our band was white, so we're just sitting here like. <laughs> so we're like, why don't you just hire a black man? Because I don't understand why you're talking yeah, to us. None of this makes any sense. Yeah. And he said we'd be playing on like a high ri- a riser and all yeah. this stuff. And like, uh, and he said he's going to have like all these lights and he was really getting it together. And we knew he was completely lying. Yeah, he was totally lying. And like, I really like, I really feel like if we had gone wherever he wanted us to go, we would be, be dead. Most yeah. likely. But uh, I took his card and he never called. No, no, no. You took his card and you fell in the lake at the, uh, at the, park and you ruined the card and we never got the car right that's true that's true yeah maybe he's a saskatchewan sissy sucker it's the truth wikipedia and also i think we have another good story from that white castle that might be even better which one no there's quite a few stories and, from and white involves castle. uh alibaba oh my gosh <laughs> would you like to tell this one? uh so we're at um i'm gonna i'm gonna throw this drink away it's bothering me okay go ahead tell the story all right we were at the, the same White Castle, and uh, this guy who worked there was working the drive-thru, and he said, uh, and all of a sudden he starts getting really crazy, like, um, starts, like, saying... Very loud. Like, really, really loud, and he starts, uh, he's, like, looking at the drive-thru, and he starts stomping around in a circle, and he's go, he goes, Alibaba! Alibaba the phone of thieves! That's true. He can't do it here like smoke. Yeah. He can't do it here like smoke. Wouldn't even know he was there unless he smiled. And we realized what he meant. Like, he kept on telling us that the guy in the drive-thru, like, he was talking to us in the restaurant because it was like 2 a.m. Yeah. And he was telling us that the guy in the drive-thru was so black that he looked like smoke, which A, isn't that black. And B, no. he was basically telling us apparently that you wouldn't know he was there unless he smiled. And I'm not sure what Alibaba and the 40 Thieves had to do with any of it. No, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> None of it made any sense. And that was, he just, he yelled that Alibaba and the 40 Thieves like five times in yeah. a row. 
and just like stomping around. Uh, what about the guy who came in and tried to order cheese conies and was really drunk in the middle? Of, the the uh, first day we ever met each other. Yeah. Remember? The yeah. guy came in. And he was like, he was. He walked in. He was super drunk and he was waiting in line. And all of a sudden, I think he like had like one of those weird moments and he just like thought that he had ordered something. Yeah. And he walked up to the counter and he's like, "Hey, hey, you come over here." Yeah. yeah. And like the lady comes over and he's like. He's like, where's my goddamn cheese conies? Oh, yeah. Keep in mind, this is White Castle. And Which if you doesn't... guys, and a lot of people may not know what a cone is because it's very uh, Cincinnati-centric. Uh, but it's it's essentially just a chili dog with cheese on top of yeah, it. Yeah, onions. So, Which White Castle does not serve. No, does not serve at all. <laughs> and he's like, and she's like, she's like, we don't serve cheese conies here. Get get out of here. And he's like, God damn it! I ordered fucking cheese conies. I wait for my food for three goddamn days. And like, <laughs> yeah, she's right. like, she's like, you haven't been waiting for food for three days. And she like tells him get out. And eventually he gets like really mad, and he grabs like White Castle has these things. They're like these like uh, uh, metal stands that have clips on them. They clip their coffee bags to that you can buy coffee from. And he grabs it and he he like tries to swing it at her kind of, but it just stays on the counter. And she just grabs it. Like oh yeah, like yeah doesn't yeah. even like it doesn't even come like close to like him ever hurting anybody or anything yeah he just, she just kind of grabs it and stops him immediately and she's like she just goes get the fuck out of here <laughs> and he's like all right all right I'm sorry I didn't mean nothing about <laughs> yeah. to try to get my goddamn cheese cone right. he like stumbles out of the place and she and she like she like puts the coffee back and she's like I'm sorry buddy I hope you don't mind that I said that to him and everybody's just like laughing because yeah. it's like oh it's so funny we have more White Castle stories but I should tell one more and we'll wait. Come next week for more. I this think one, I might know which one this is. This one is uh, it's a little more sensitive, so I'm sorry people are offended by certain topics. But this situation is too ridiculous to not tell. And uh, one night in my old band, we played a show with Flogging Molly. And it was like... When, oh, it's this story. When they were yeah. huge. And it was like we wanted to celebrate because we never played a show that many people. It was in front of like a thousand people, which back then called me. So me and Justin, our friend Ryan, and... Uh, I think my girlfriend at the time, friend Nathan, we all went to the White Castle by our house, and we were just celebrating playing this huge show. And this lady comes in, and she looks kind of tattered up, but not tattered, like tattered. Yeah. And she walks straight up to me. She goes, hey, excuse me, I just got raped. I have a question. <laughs> and for anyone that's wondering why we're laughing like we're terrible people, you just I, let me explain the whole story, is I said, okay, calm down. Like, what happened exactly? And she's like, I just got raped. And I'm like... Okay, like, where? And she didn't answer that. And she says, do you have a car? And I was like, yeah. yeah. And she goes, take me across the bridge to Kentucky. There's two guys waiting. They'll give you money. Yeah. And I immediately, in my brain, I'm like, this is the sketchiest thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Well, the other thing that happened was when she walked in, she had been um, she had been outside talking to police. Yeah, and right? I actually said... And she said, you said... Well, won't the police take you? And she's like, no, they said they won't help me. Yeah, and I was already like, that's not true at all. Like, no. I was like, yeah, I said, why don't you go talk to the cops outside? No, they won't help me. I need you to take me across the bridge to Kentucky. I got guys waiting. I just got raped. In my mind, I'm just like, no, I'm sorry. I, no, I'm not taking you. That's the sketchiest thing that maybe I've ever heard. Yeah, I don't even... I don't think she got raped. And I don't know why there's two guys waiting for me across the bridge no, to give me money. Never do that. So no. If you ever go to White Castle, a, never listen to anything anyone says yeah, to you. Not giving you a ride across the bridge. Uh, the other, well, actually, here's a small story, just a really quick one. 
Um, there, when we went to one one time, there was a guy there, and he was getting really frustrated with this girl behind the counter. They both worked oh, there. Oh, yeah. He looked sort of like Eminem a little bit. He did. And uh, she was just blab- blabbing on about something. He just got mad eventually, and he's like, <laughs> he's like, you come near me again, I'm going to take a curling iron. I'm going to turn it on. I'm going to shove it up, up your pussy. pussy. <laughs> we finished that because it's true. That happened. And uh, it's done with our White Castle stories for the day. I wanted to talk to you about well, something. Well, I want to talk to you about something really quick. Oh, do you have I looked something? up Saskatchewan sissy sucker. <laughs> what? The only thing that I could find that pertained to that was this YouTube video that says, Sissy Priscilla sucking Milky Day. <laughs> <laughs> Priscilla receiving her milky milky for being good and dainty sissy. That's the description. <laughs> and I want you to watch this. Oh my god. And I'm gonna put this on. You have to put Tumblr this on the this is terrifying. Because it appears to be what can only be described as Oh my gosh. A man. Oh my god! Oh, sorry about how loud that was. This is the most terrifying thing I've ever seen. It can only be described as a man in a little bow peep skirt dress thing with a baby bottle in his hand, <laughs> sucking it as though he's breastfeeding. So is this a Saskatchewan sissy sucker? Yeah, I'm not really sure. You have to put a link to this on the blog. It's about 30 seconds long. This is... And it is the weird... That is One of the terrifying. weirdest things you, that I've ever... I could legit have nightmares about that. Okay. So anyways, I want to talk about uh, a couple movies. Two things mm-hmm. that I'm excited I about. talk about that Get movie? your opinion. No. Oh, okay. One, I saw that they're making a Lego movie. I'm very excited. Did you watch the trailer for it? Yes. Because it looks awesome. It looks awesome. And B, I don't know much about it, but uh, maybe you can explain to me the plot, but uh, Saving Mr. Banks, I can't wait to see... The movie about Disney World? Is that or what it is? Because no, it's about uh, Mary Poppins. Oh. Uh, I think I think at the time Disney was kind of going. I think what the whole point of it's it is. Tom is, Hanks is Walt Disney, yeah. right? And that can't mm-hmm. be bad. Um, I think it was that Tom or Tom Hanks. I think Disney World or Disney itself was going downhill at the time, and they were investing a lot of money in the Mary Poppins movie, and uh, it's just his like attempt to get the woman who Mary Poppins is based on to sell him the rights to make the movie or whatever that would later become one of the biggest hits that Walt Disney's ever had. See, and I thought originally when I first heard about it, it was a movie about the, you know, the biography of Walt Disney played by Tom Hanks, which is, would have been the coolest thing ever. Yeah. And I would love to see that. But It would be pretty neat, but I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if they would ever... I don't know if they'll ever make like a biography about him, but they definitely will. Like I've heard this movie's supposed to be pretty good. Of course, right. then again, I feel like it might turn out like all those other movies and just be kind of like schmaltzy, you know? Like yeah, because the Walt Disney biography is one of the best books I've ever read. It's uh, it's about fifteen hundred pages, and it's not positive or negative. It just gives a very truthful account of Walt Disney and talk he, about how you like was Jewish it, people. <laughs> he was a genius, and he was also really creepy. Yeah. Really and creepy. It was a, it's one of the coolest books. You should read it. You, it literally explains all the weird underground tunnels he made at Disney and just all the... Oh, no, there's like weird uh, sexual clubs things and stuff. He had, and, yeah. and he was a genius, and I think he had a lot of good intentions, but anybody who, he was troubled. Anybody who owns a company that makes like animation for children generally is a pervert. That's true, actually. 
Like, you gotta think about, like, Ralph Bashke. Like, he's a really great animator, but total pervert. Right. Um, Stanley. Oh, God, Stanley is total... Yeah, I mean, we talked to him last week. Yeah, yeah. what is wrong with that guy? Yeah. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I saw Hobbit last night, the new one. Oh. um, Uh, Oops. Shit. That's my fault. Oh, got that buzzing out of here, Justin. How did you see it last night? You got some hookups? Yeah, I got free tickets to it. Uh, What did you have to do for them? Just ask for him. Like, what'd you really have to do for him? Oh, I had to dress up in a Bo Peep costume and drink milk out of a bottle for him. Uh, uh, I'm going to be honest. I liked all three Lord of the Rings movies, and I never saw the first Hobbit, and I don't know why. Uh, it's okay. It it's didn't got, look great to me, I'll be it's honest. It's got its problems, but then again, of course, it's also the first movie in a trilogy, so it's going to be like... Well, I was worried, and you can answer this maybe since you've seen both now, and I have not mm. seen either. I will see the new one. Is that Lord of the Rings I got, making the Hobbit into three parts to me seemed ridiculous. It did it first to me too, but once I saw this movie, I was like, "Oh, I get what they're so doing." So it makes sense. what are they yeah. doing? Um, they're adding. They've added in a bunch of stuff that just didn't exist in the Hobbit, but that Tolkien wrote later. Okay. Like like ad- addendums and like different things that he wrote that he wanted to put in that book, but since he wanted to keep it kind of shorter, he didn't. But the second, the first movie is fine. It's right. just introducing all the characters, and there's a shit ton of characters in that book, so oh, yeah. it's like. You kind of have to take your time with it or whatever. It's a little bit on the boring side, but I feel like if you just watch it at home, it's better. It was it was better the second time I saw it when I watched it at home, like on HBO or whatever, than it was when I saw it in the theater. Okay. But then this one is, like, hands down probably one of the best movies I've seen in the last, like, ten years. Really? Yeah. That good? Uh-huh. For, you're not just... No. Day after seeing it hype? No, no, not at all. The whole time I was watching it, I was like, holy fucking shit. Like, I, like, there's shit in that movie I've never seen done before. Really? Yeah. And, like, it's just really, like, it Do seems like he took whatever criticisms of the fuck? first. No, I mean, there's only one Hobbit in the movie, you know, because he's the Hobbit. They don't. Maybe in the third movie they do? They what? They fuck, like you just asked me. I didn't say that. Yeah, you did. No, I, I didn't. I heard you say No it. one heard that. I can go play it back. You can, but it's going to be too quiet. Just... Well, if I said it, which I did oh, yeah, in the first see, place. Yeah, exactly. You did say it. No, but okay. No, Ryan, the hobbits don't fuck, okay? Did, did anyone want to fuck them? I'm sure a lot of people want to fuck them, but they don't fuck. Is this about how you want to fuck hobbits? I really don't understand. I, I'm i not saying I want to do that. You have to admit it'd be interesting. I guess if they were real. Maybe they are. <laughs> no, they're not real, Ryan. It's a movie. It's Sebastian fiction. Janikowski's real. Okay, isn't he like a kicker? He's for... a kicker for the Raiders, yeah. Yeah. So what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> Go on. Is it because he's small? You think that he's a hobbit? I'd fuck him. But... Oh. <laughs> cool, man. No, but actually, going on, I'm curious what oh. you're saying. You're saying they've done stuff you've never seen done in movies. Yeah, and it's just really, really fun to watch. And like, I think he took to heart like all the criticism of how like slow the first movie was. And then I think that the first movie was slow deliberately because of how fucking fast this movie goes. It's a very action. Yeah, it's like complete. Like it, it, it is an action movie. Right. There is like there's very, there's probably five minutes total of like we are talking to each other and there's really? nothing going on. Yeah. Wow. The rest of it like is literally like, five minutes. Probably literally five minutes out of like a two and a half hour movie. Yeah. Is it that long? Yeah. I'm not to see that this weekend. Yeah, it's it's pretty fucking awesome. I want to see Out of the Furnace very bad. I want to see that too. And what's weird about it is like it came, it was like number four last weekend at the box office or whatever. Apparently, like, did they just not 
promote that movie Not much really. because all the people who are in it, like Forrest Whitaker's in it, Christian Bale's in it, Casey Affleck, like and, uh, Woody Harrelson. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's the great Like cast. tons and tons of and people. And it looks and, amazing. Yeah, it does look awesome. I really want to see that too. What else did I... Oh, I watched uh, the second G.I. Joe movie last Saturday. I wanted to see it so bad. It was so awesome. It was awesome. I, was, I thought the first was one was bad good. Ass. People well, can, people can say whatever one, they want. The first one was fine, but it wasn't really a G.I. Joe movie. No. You know what I mean? This was a G.I. Joe movie. And that's what I want. Like, they had, like, all the gadgets and all the yes. fucking cool shit. Yes. And, like, Storm Shadow actually puts on the outfit. Thank you. And, good. like, they took the lips off of Snake Eye's outfit, which never made any sense yeah, to me. Yeah, good. Um, they do all the stuff that you'd want to see in a G.I. Joe movie. It's actually really fun to watch. Plus, like, almost any movie that The Rock's in, I like. That yeah. guy, I don't know he's what. He's a great he's actor. He's a likable person. And he's in, like, every movie now. Yeah, he is. And I'm okay with yeah, it. Yeah, I'm fine with it. I'll watch him do whatever he wants to do. Fast 6 was great. Oh, yeah, I loved it. I loved it. R.I.P. Paul Walker. Yeah. I'm actually, weirdly, when that happened, I was really bummed out. Because I was like, it's I, was weird. Like, I, I mean, really like that guy. I don't know why, but I'd like... Fast and Furious, I liked Running Scared. I thought Running he was scared like a nice dude. is incredible. He seemed like a decent guy. It's uh, And I immediately was talking to Kamal about it. It's funny is that I know, you, I mean, you are a stand-up comedian. I was like, within 10 minutes of him dying, these jokes, I already hope people realize that they're old. Oh, of yeah. making a joke about him dying. Like, guess he wasn't too fast, too furious. I'm like, this is going to be so horrible for the comedians yeah. for the next month. Because I'm going to hear all these... Because, you know, I go to yours, and Quinn is my roommate, and he does stand-up. So we go see a lot of amateur people do it, like, once or twice a week. Yeah. And I was like, this week is going to be full of people that think they're funny making a Paul Walker joke. And unless yeah. you can make a really clever one, it's going to be bad. I didn't I didn't make one. I was just – all I said was I was just like, man, it's kind of a fucking bummer. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's, that's – yeah, he was and good. it's also in a selfish way because I really like the Fast and Furious. And series, I wanted and the I next one really with Jason Statham. F- I know. I was exactly. really looking forward to the new one because it looks awesome. And like, oh well. But there's they said they're gonna finish it. It's just like how? Like, what do you do with that? Like, they're gonna have to. And he's gonna have to die off screen. Yeah, exactly. That's in the movie. That's the worst. Have to. That's horrible. Yeah, it's gonna have but, to. But uh, um, oh, and then I watched the Wolverine. Which I was actually pleasantly surprised by. Because everybody knew... told me how shitty it was, and I went into it with really low expectations. I was like, hey, this is actually pretty I knew good. it couldn't be worse than the first one, because that's an atrocious movie. No, no. Nothing I mean, can be really that much worse Wolverine than the first movie one. is, it's like, I don't, literally don't understand how Marvel finished that, and was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, like, this is no. like, yeah, it's it's an embarrassing film. But uh, the second one looked better. It just, not, it still didn't even look good enough that I want to see it. I mean, I'll watch it for free. I, yeah, I watched, I, I just watched it on uh, video on on demand or whatever. It was good. I it's liked good. it. I mean, it was you know, if you want a Wolverine movie, it's about the best one you're gonna get. Yeah. Currently. Yeah. You know, and it has a really cool ending, like the the end, like the thing. Hobbits. No, he doesn't fuck hobbits. Okay, the ending and stuff. What you said. Anyway, what? Why yeah. do you give me a look? Well, the other the like the ending of it, like the thing after the credits, you know, like how they've been doing that in every movie, except, doing like a secret scene. Yeah, except that like, I understand they're trying like Fox is trying to build their own Marvel universe with like Spider Man and X Men and stuff like that. I just wish they would just sell it back to Marvel and let them make the whole fucking. But anyway, yeah. so the end of the movie is like Wolverine's going through. A is this a spoiler airport. alert? I guess for the next movie, even though everybody already knows yeah, Wolverine's yeah. in the next movie. Yeah. It just he's just walking through an airport like metal detector and it goes off and then all of a sudden everybody stops moving and he gets lifted up off the ground and Magneto's there and then Professor X rolls around and they tell him that they need him to come 
travel through time, basically, hmm. for the Days of Future Past setup thing. Right, right. So that was kind of neat. But actually, the coolest thing was like on uh, they had a deleted scene, the, an alternate ending, like an actual ending to the film. Right. Where the chick he's with the entire film gets on this, he gets on an airplane at the end of the movie, and she hands him a box, and when he opens it, it's the fucking Wolverine costume, like the red, the yellow and black oh, yes. and blue one. But they didn't put it in the movie because Brian Singer doesn't want him to wear that costume. He wants him to wear the stupid leather one. Why? I don't know. Everybody wants to see that fucking costume, and it looked cool as shit on like the screen. And this stuff. is my problem. Yeah, is like movie directors. I think when they do these comic book movies, are like, yeah, I know this is what all the comic book fans want and stuff, but, but uh, I think this looks cool. And it's like, no, asshole. Like, yeah. why do you think? That, like, are you so entitled just to change? Like, what? I don't know. Well, that's why I think like he's like it's. It's one of those things that's probably like, oh, we don't want to cover up, you know, Hugh Jackman's face. And it's like, everybody knows what he looks like. Doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. And if anything was proven by the movie Dread, I don't need to see the actor's face to know yeah. it's cool. Like, yeah. I like it. Like, you know what I mean? I know it's Carl Urban. Fine. But he's did shooting we, people. Did we talk Good. about this last week? I was going to say, the movie that I thought would be the biggest pile of shit, and then I saw the new trailer and was Switch blown two. away, was RoboCop. Oh, I don't like the trailer. I thought you it was didn't like it? See, dumb, I thought when I heard about it, I was like, this is the worst idea ever. I saw the trailer and I was like, okay, like this. My this problem is, is cool. there's two problems I have with it. One, it's gonna be PG thirteen. That will, yeah. Two, yeah. why is he turned into RoboCop after being blown up by a car? True. <laughs> no, he's supposed to like get shot up and like you know. Yeah, that's true. And tortured and shit. It will be PG thirteen, and that'll be a huge issue because that's the curse because of so are, many Hollywood movies. Yeah. I mean, Max Payne could have been such an incredible movie. Yeah. And it was PG-13. If it had anything at all to do with the video game. The video game also. would easily be rated R if it was rated anything. Yeah. It was mature. And you make a movie with Mark Wahlberg. He was a great Max Payne. And you give it a great setup. And you make it PG-13. And it's like, the Max Payne video games are about a cop who's a shitty human being, whose wife and kids, he finds his baby dead at home, has a drug and drinking problem, and murders people. Yeah. And then you make that movie PG-13, yeah. and that just doesn't work. <laughs> In the game, Bo Bridges does not steal his baby somehow. Yeah, and, like, uh, yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> I saw the movie, and I was like, as in, if this movie wasn't Max Payne, it would have been a kind of cool movie. Yeah, in but a way. But I was way, like, you like, just yeah. ruined this franchise. It's one of the best video game franchises ever. Yeah. Well, the first two. The third one. I like the third I one, but it. it was too much like they were trying to, like... Make it like the other two, but like not like it was almost like a parody. Like he, yeah, like, I'm doing this, and now I'm gonna, ooh, gotta find these guys. It and felt like, kind of forced. Yeah, it did. The first two felt very unique and cool. Yeah, and the vibe of them. You know what it is? Is that once they took away the comic book transitions? Yes. What the fuck? Like, what's the point? You're yes. taking away the entire style. Exactly. And like the second one, like with the baseball mascot guy. I don't know. They're just. Those were so memorable. Like, yeah, I still because they remember, were super over the top and ridiculous. I still remember so many realistic. scenes from one and two and three. You know, I, I played through and just don't remember. I don't much. remember yeah, shit just, about three at all. It was cool. He shaved his head and got a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, he didn't need to go to that country. It just didn't add anything to the game. No, like it should have taken place in New York. Yeah, in exactly. my opinion. Yeah, so, I agree completely. It still was a pretty good game, but it just it felt like a normal action game. Yeah, it wasn't anything. It could have been wonderful, whatever. And. Yeah. Was it I? Uh, what I'm gonna download tonight that I'm excited about is a game called Ex- Escape Plan on PS4. What's that? Uh, it's like a black and oh, white is game. It, um, Sylvester Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger and a futuristic. I want to see that <laughs> so bad. I was hoping it was the tie-in video game. I want to see that. Doritos presents. Did you not think it looked good? I think it looked cool. No, I heard it was good. Though, it looked so really I'll good. Watch it. Did you see Bad Grandpa? No, me either. I'm just curious. I don't think it'll be good. <laughs> just curious. Why do you? Why do you want to watch it? No, I just am curious. Like. 
if it's funny at all. Like a few people I know said it's like it's way funnier than they thought it would be. So I heard in that movie they fuck hobbits. Yeah, <laughs> like because I feel like there's there's with that synopsis there could be some hilarious scenes, but I feel like you couldn't carry an entire movie with it. No. So I don't know. Like I don't know. But they've made a lot of jackass movies, and so. I, I like them all. Yeah. Do you like them? Yeah. They're all right. But uh, we have anything else to talk about? Not that I know. We of. got five more minutes. We should do something. Um. Oh well, we'll just do what we always do: tell people to go <laughs> to <laughs> iTunes and rate us and subscribe. And, Please uh, keep downloading and spreading the word and sending questions. Tell your friends that you like me. Next week, uh, I believe we have a guest, and his name is Vinny from Less Than Jake, which is cool because he's Vinny from Less Than Jake and a lyric writer for Less Than Jake, but also signed Fallout Boy and Paramore and. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Essentially created the entire music industry as we know it. Right it will be now. a very interesting guy to talk to. So yeah. we're very excited about that. So look forward to that. And uh, download us and rate us. And thanks so much for listening. Yeah. And stop trying to have sex with us. Who's everyone that writes in? You know, we've talked about it. Yeah, we're not a bunch of sissies drinking milky. Don't. You should post that video. <laughs> I'm going to. I'm Mr. Yeah, and that's what it is. Puff the magic dragon. Ugh. I'm done. Lives by the sea. I'm done with this. Frolics in the autumn mist. And around. Autumn mist? Is it mist? Yeah, it's mist. He's token weed. Yeah. Big snackers over and out. <laughs> Bye-bye.